Section 28 of Gatsby. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Gatsby by Ernest Vincent Wright. Chapter 28 Awful tidings in our Branton Hills Post has so wrought up our ordinarily happy laughing sarah who with paul abroad was back living again with old tom young that sarah sitting on a low stool by old tom's rocking-chair was so still that tom put down his post saying gift of gab all run out kid but sarah had an odd thoughtful look sarah's bosom was rising and falling abnormally but finally, looking quickly up at old Tom, Sarah said, Daddy, I want to go to war. Do what? If Sarah had said anything about jumping out of a balloon or of buying a gorilla to play with, Tom Young wouldn't know any such astounding doubt as brought his rocking chair to a quick standstill. War? What kind of talk is this? A girl going to war? What for? How? Say, who put this crazy stunt into your brain anyway? As you know, Sarah was not only charming in ways, but also in build. And with that glorious crown of brownish gold hair, that always smiling mouth, and that soft, plump, girlishly girlish form, no man, Tom Young, nor anybody, could think of Sarah and war in a solitary thought. So Sarah said softly, Last night, our night school trio thought that our boys so far away must miss us. And Branton Hills sights, and Doris said, Branton Hills sounds. And so why couldn't our trio join the big group of musicians, which is sailing soon? And, Daddy, you know Paul is in that army. I don't know that I could find him, but, but, but I want to try. And Kathleen is talking of going as biologist with a big hospital unit, so possibly I could stay with it. Tom Young was dumb. His post actually had told of such a musical outfit about to sail, but it was a man's organization. So now it has got around to this. Our girls, our dainty, loving girls, brimful of both sympathy and patriotism, wanting to go into that tough, laborious work of singing in army camps, in huts, in hospitals, singing from trucks rolling along country roads, along which sat platoons and battalions of troops waiting for word which might bring to this or that boy his last long gun-toting tramp singing in, Ah, oh, darling, your trio was foolin', wasn't it? Now, girls don't. Daddy, girls do. So if our folks don't put up much of a, Aha, now you said a mouthful. If your folks don't, darling, I'll say just two words. as my part in this crazy stunt. Nothing doing. Kathleen's work is mighty important. Singing isn't. 
Sarah had not grown up from infancy in kindly Tom's cabin without knowing that his no was a no, and not a flimsy hollow word which a whining or a sniffling or a bawling child could switch around into, oh, all right if you want to. So Sarah sat still on that low stool, or to turn it around almost backwards, Sarah sat on that stool, still, so still, that Tom's old tin clock on its wall hooks was soon dominating that small room with its rhythmic ticking. As a conductor's baton controls a brass band's pianissimos, finally Sarah said softly, slowly, sadly, and with a big, big sigh. I did so want to go. And that small clock was ticking, ticking, ticking. For a full hour, Sarah and old Tom sat talking and rocking, until Sarah, phoning to Doris, said, My dad says no. And Doris, phoning back to Sarah, said, So did my dad. And as Virginia Adams was that trio's third part, and as Sarah and Doris had always known Nina Adams' strong will, and as, oh, hum, it was a happy fascination until adult minds got hold of it. End of section 28, recording by John Brandon.